0: Hello, everybody. What's going on? What's going on? I want to say what's up and hello to all my replay viewers. I want to say hello to my live, my live viewers and my live listeners. I'm actually on the road right now as we speak. So I hope you guys can hear me. I can see that the sound levels are good on my laptop and I'm not sure about my cell phone but we're gonna make it do what it needs to do I'm coming on a little bit early I know I said 10:30, but I figured I'd just get on a little bit earlier and you guys can start listening to me if I should be on which I think I will be on at 10 30 still the only reason why I'm starting a little bit early because I'm I'm heading on to help somebody pick out a car, and so we're two hours away. So I figured I do this live. All right, I figure I do it live while we're driving. All right, and so with that being said, I want to thank everybody checking me out on Facebook, on Twitter, Periscope, and YouTube. I'm live on all those platforms right now. All right, so I thank y'all guys for coming in. I normally do the little music in there at the beginning, but this time I decided to just get started and go straight in. All right, and so this episode is the twenty is twenty five questions regarding issues of race. All right. 25 questions regarding issues of race. This is just questions that I I was been looking at the news lately and seeing a lot of stuff going on and a lot of people making different comments about stuff. So based on the comments and things being said, I just questions start popping up in my head. So I decided that. Why not read these questions on air? Alright. So they're gonna be random. I probably wrote more than 25 questions. So I might end up doing all the questions. I probably wrote maybe 30. So I'm not gonna, I don't have it in any particular order. Alright, I just wrote down a list. So what I'm gonna do is kind of random, randomly just read out some questions. I'm just gonna look at one, pick it, and just read it. All right. This is more or less some of the questions I might comment on. Some of the questions I might just read them and go on to the next one. All right. But maybe I put these questions in mind and wanted to read them is to get other people. All right. And maybe you do some research on some of the things I'm asking about or questions that I have. All right. So let me just look at my paper real quick. And let's get started with the uh, all right. It's kind of a, a two a two for one type thing. So first question is what What was the Deacons of defense about? The deacons of defense. You know church? You got church deacons. So the deacons of defense. All right? And the second part of that is who were the deacons of defense? All right? What was the deacons of defense and who were the deacons of defense? All right? And while you just about that question for a second i'm gonna grab a pen here so i can make sure i don't read the same questions again all right so this question is who was the deacons of the or what was the deacons of defense about and who were the deacons of defense you guys know when it comes to church there are deacons of in the church so that's the word I'm saying, deacons. So who was the deacons of defense and what was the deacons of defense about? Go on to the next one. All right. The next question is, is gentrification real? Is gentrification real? All right. So I'll speak a little bit on that. Um, based on things I've seen Whether I go Look on the internet Look at videos, look at the news um, Even sometimes In my own Neighborhood As far as it's gentrification Real, even in um, Atlanta Every now and then I've gone to Atlanta, Atlanta, Georgia Over the years And I've noticed Subtle changes Subtle changes in the activities that have gone on in there in, in Atlanta, and changes of neighborhoods and the people that are in the neighborhoods, the races of people, the different races. Um, I'm from New York, so I haven't been New York been in, been in New York for a long time, but from the live videos and listening to our relatives, cousins and stuff. When they mention something about New York, I can tell that it's been gentrified and plenty of people in different boroughs, Bronx, Brooklyn. Um, they're saying a lot of that gentrification is going on. They say in Atlanta, there's gentrification going on. Detroit, all right, various cities. There's a thing where people are getting ushered out they're taking up land and they're building new properties on that land so it kind of forces other people to kind of scatter or get moved out of a particular area because when they get a hold of the land and they start um building things on it whether it's other apartment complexes houses businesses of course prices go up so those who can't afford it they're obviously going to move somewhere else to where they can't afford so Therefore, I think gentrification is real. But if you uh, you think otherwise, then you know, let me know. All right? So, is gentrification real? That was the question. All right. Let's see here. All right. Next question is Will there be a race war? Will there ever be a race war, a war between the races? Now, I don't know if you can say if that's a loaded question or it needs more detail, but you fill in the blanks on the details, all right? You fill in the blanks on the details of that question, all right? Will there be a race war? Now, I I won't necessarily answer that, but I'll add some stuff to it. All right. So you can say or you might have a question in regards to that question, meaning will there be a race war like a physical race war? Like on the physical plane where there be literally you walking down your street and you have to either protect yourself because another race wants to attack you. For whatever reason or will just a group of people from another race come to your town and then try to wipe you out will let's say indians from the east east india would they would a group of them just come over to your part of town where let's say there's more whites or more blacks and where they just decide to tear up your property beat you down Will it be that type of race war? Or will it be a race war in the sense of economy, economics? Will it be that type of race war? Like the Indians, do they buy up all the hotels and the gas stations? Or the Arabs or Arabs that some people call them? Will they come in your town and buy all the gas stations where they control the gas stations and they can decide whether or not you even get gas? whether it's legal or not to do that but they can decide whether you get gas or not um, would they be able to control whether or not you go going in inside the business and buy anything will it be that type of race war so you just fill in that blank will there be a race war all right will there be a race war now let me try to find a uh, another question Okay. The next question is, what are the black codes? C O D E S. Black codes. What are the black codes? That's the next question. I'm not gonna respond to that, but it might be something that you wanna research. All right. I looked that up. I looked that up years ago, and when I found out what it was, I was like, wow. And all I say about that is. When I found out what the Black Codes were, not only did I find it interesting, but later on down the road, like these recent years, I say to myself, wow, this stuff seemed like it's trying to repeat itself again. So what are the Black Codes? If you don't know what they are, look it up. All right? Now let me try another question here. What was the Jim Crow laws about? What was the Jim Crow laws about? All right. That's another one I won't expound on, but I'm gonna throw that question out there. You guys do your research. What was the Jim, what was Jim Crow laws about? What was the Jim Crow laws about? All right. Next question. And then I'll count how many I read so far to keep keep track. The next question is is black love dead is black love dead now i was just going to leave it at that but i'll add a little bit more to it is black love dead all right is black love i'm going to add a little more um as far as not only in in far as your relationship like with your girlfriend, boyfriend, spouse, your partner whatever not not just in the sense of that but in the sense of love amongst or between each other when it comes to black people, that we are not getting on doing something live and downgrading somebody and calling them names and things like that without without reason and without really finding out what's going on before you go in and do it. Do we just dog each other out because we have no love for each other? matter who is in front of if it's other is in front of other races of people do we just don't love each other enough that we just dog each other out not only that also between uh relationships like i said with your significant other is black love dead in that sense is it just a thing where it's all love in the bed and then the moment two of you get out of the bedroom after having your fun then it's back to being disrespectful towards each other Um, laying hands on each other calling people calling each other names is black love dead in that sense is black love dead in general amongst black people like you can go and visit another city where there's other black folks and we all just disrespect each other. We don't reason with each other with each other. If we have a disagreement, do we just resort to blasting, blasting each other up with the gun? Or beating each other down with the hand and fist? Is black love dead? Alright? Let me just uh real quick count kind of how many questions I read so far. One, two, three, four, five. Okay, I did six questions. All right. So let's see it, let's see, let's see. Let's see. Alright, here's another question. Here's another question. Has have black men black men been reduced down to cowards? Have black men in the in the United States been reduced down to mere cowards? Alright? Punks and cowards. Have black men been reduced down to punks and cowards? Alright, so I'm going to comment a little bit on that. And um, you guys, don't forget to uh, put comments in the... uh, If you're on Facebook, you know, write down your comments. Um, I won't be able to see them right this moment, but I'll check them out later. If you're on Periscope, as you know, that's a live platform that you can only put in real time. If you guys are on YouTube, you can put your comments in right now. I'm on live on YouTube as well. I'm on live on Twitter add your comments in. But this question is, have black men been reduced down to cowards? And so, one of the things that come to mind when I ask that question is, you have um, black men getting shot, right, by the police. I'm not going to say whether it's for a reason or not for a reason but showing that image or making that known that that's going on on TV where, or even on social media to where plenty of young black boys and grown men and black teens, black men, if they continually see all this going on, does it cause them to be less wanting to protect themselves? Protect and protect other people because not only police, but then you have other races of people that have shot black people simply out of being in fear or because they felt the black person, the black man or woman, but we're talking about black men because maybe they got loud or got aggressive, that that was just fear enough for them to shoot them. And they knowing that the black men didn't have any weapons in their hands or anything like that. Right. Um, I noticed videos where I've seen some incidents where um in these Asian nail shops, for whatever reason, that uh Asian man decided they was gonna beat up on this black woman, whether the woman stole, or maybe the woman just got upset about the service and decided they wasn't gonna pay because the service was crap. And so that Asian man just took it upon himself. And then you have the Asian wife or whoever it is, maybe it's a family member of the Asian man decide they're going to grab up that black woman and start punching on them, twisting them up. And then you have black men standing right there and they won't do nothing. Now, even if a person steals, Yeah, they should be punished for whatever they're doing. They're stealing or they just blatantly trying to just go to somewhere and get service and knowing they wasn't going to pay for it. But you got to prove that. And they got to prove that whatever service they was getting was, was crappy. I think that's fair enough. But does that, does that deserve? Let's say you're that Asian man. Dude. Does that black woman deserve to get herself put in a headlock? And punched in the face because she refused to pay and she was gonna leave the store because she felt her services were not up to par that she wanted even if she stole something does she get punched in the face because she stole let's say she's not trying to get away she's not trying to resist or anything but she knows she stole baby she's doing a little bit of arguing but unless she's trying to fight her way out, that's another thing, that's that's something separate. But if she's not doing any of that and just simply trying to walk away after stealing something, should you get choked out, punched, punched in the jaw, smacked up? So again, and then black men are just standing there watching it happen because they're figuring like, well, if I do something, I'm just gonna get shot. The Asian man's going to kill me or the police going to kill me. So as all this activity reduced black men down to cowards. Even to the point that they won't even protect their family from from some danger because they're looking at it as, well, if I do something, something's going to happen to me. So I'm just going to let them get beat up. Or I'm going to let this happen, that happen. And then... um, this question kind of came from a, a video I was watching that was a response to what Kanye West was referring to about the uh, slaves having a, having a decision to be enslaved. And the response to that comment was that back then, black men were cowards in slavery because they wouldn't fight for their freedom, knowing that that, that it was wrong. And knowing that there were more slaves on the plantation, even if we just look at it, that there was more black males and black female slaves and black children, but none of the black men would stand up and it's only three, four, five slave masters or anybody related or associated with the slave masters. Surely, if you got 50 slaves on a plantation, they can take out five slave masters, right? But this person uh, commented on their video saying even back then black male slaves were cowards because they could have easily overpowered the slave masters because was nothing but two or three, four or five. So 20 of them could have jumped. There might have been some casualties because the slave masters would probably use their guns. So you might have a few that would have got shot, but overall they could have been overpowered because there have been more slaves than slave masters so that's where that question came from have black men been reduced down to mere cowards and punks right so let's move on all right all right what was the real reason that Abraham Lincoln freed the slaves, all right? There's been a lot of talk. People who are might, might be getting this whole thing wrong. And for the fact that I think the public school system or the public food system, if they're teaching anything about Abraham Lincoln or anything of that sort, they might be Telling the wrong thing, and that's the problem with public schools. You're gonna get the wrong education about stuff. I don't think they're ever gonna tell the real truth. So, with that being said, what was the real reason that Abraham Lincoln freed the slaves? And you can, I can also say, ask, add this question to it What was the real reason for the emancipation? proclamation all right those those two questions are connected or they can just be one the same question just said in a different way so what was the real reason for abraham lincoln freeing the slaves and what was the real reason for the emancipation proclamation that might be all one question all one and the same all right um i'm gonna get real brief on my answer I can get into detail, but I want you guys to look it up. But the real reason for that, because a lot of people was like, oh, he freed he free the slaves as if like Abraham really wanted to free the slaves. He didn't really, he didn't care about no slaves. He didn't want to free them like he cared for them and wanted them to be free and prosper. No, he didn't. He didn't believe that. It was another reason why he done it. And I don't think the schools and people, some people some people don't know, some people do. And some people just think it really was because he just enjoyed the slaves, he loved them, so he wanted to get them, give them a better life. And that's just not the reason at all, all right? The real reason was a strategic reason. It was all strategy, all right? It, it was because A civil war between the north of America and the south. It was the north versus the south, basically. All right? So it was mainly a war tactic than anything else. All right? Anything he could do to stop the south from rebelling, he would do it. And so one of the tactics was a war tactic was, well, hey, we're gonna free the slaves. Even though a lot of the southern states still wouldn't um, wouldn't obey that law, he still made that law so where they can free the slaves and gives them because he figured that maybe if the slaves be free and they found out that they they were now free that some of them would go against their masters and either kill them, beat them up so that way it'll make the north a little bit more powerful than the south alright, so the Emancipation Proclamation don't get it twisted and let's and do your research, do more research, I'm just giving you some basic stuff but find out for yourself don't let your children know or, or believe that Abraham Lincoln was some cool guy and he really loved slaves and so he did this thing for this great thing for him. because then you have some white people they'll use that and they'll say well Abraham Lincoln freed the slaves but they and some of them don't even know what the real deal was and if some of them do if they do know they'll figure that you don't know so they'll use that line against you all right. So, again, the question is, what was the real reason that Abraham Lincoln freed the slaves, all right? What was that real reason? All right, let's check out another question here. How many slave revolts Were there in the United States? How many slave revolts were there in the United States? And I'm going to add another question that I didn't write down, but to go with that as well. All right. So how many slave revolts were there in the United States? And do you think that all slaves just felt like sitting around and just went on and accepted what was happening to them? Did all, did all the slaves in documented history, knowing they was enslaved, they were being treated, mistreated real, unfairly. They were worked all day and all night to the bone. Do you really believe that all these slaves were just loving and accepting all of, all of that activity? Or did you believe that some of them We're going to rebel. We're going to say, hey, I'm going to find a way to freedom, whatever freedom is. If it just means escaping from this plantation and getting up out of here so I can do what I want to do, how I want to do it. Do you believe that the slaves were just they all loved it? They just wanted to sit there. All right. So that question on top of how many slave revolts were there in the in the United States. All right. Slave rebellions, slave revolts, however you want to put it. All right. And in regards to that question, I also think about the Haitian revolution. The Haitian revolution, or you can say it's a revolt, or you can say it was the Haitian rebellion, the revolution. These were black people who also were either told they're going to be put in slavery. Or they might have been in slavery, which I don't think that happened. But once they found out that they was gonna be enslaved, or it was the beginnings of the makings of being put in slavery, these people said, "No, we not going for that." Those particular black people was going was standing up. They even gave fair warning to certain people. They gave fair warning to to some of the white people that that were seeming like they was pretty cool. They wasn't. Down for the slavery thing, but they wasn't going to speak up about the injustices of slavery. But the people in charge of their revolt was giving them a warning: to say, "Hey, look, we got we're going to do this. You either if you don't leave town, we're going to kill you as well." They even told some of the black people who were more coonish and who were afraid and and wasn't and was going to tell on everybody. They even told those black people, "Look, if you get in the way, it messed this up for the for the." rest of us, we're going to kill you too. So they gave fair warning to white people, to black people, let them know, hey, look, we're about to do this, so we're going to give you opportunity to leave if you don't and you are not taking on, you're not on, not going to be on our side, well, we're going to have to take you out too. So they became successful against uh, I think the British Army and French. They took all those, those armies out. Because they want to stand up for not being treated Mistreated improperly And and unfair So I think those were the only Groups I think that had a successful Run Not to say that was the only revolt in the western uh, Part of the western Hemisphere or western Part of society Not to say that they were the only revolts But they were the successful ones One One of the successful so that's why I, threw, I brought up the, uh, were there any slave revolts in America, in the, in the United States, all right? All right, let's check out another question here. Now that I'm looking at this, I might not have had 25 questions, but some of the questions that I, that I asked that I didn't write down, those are added for questions as well, right? Now, here's another question. Is there a group of black people in your city? Whether they're prominent black people or just average nine to five black people. Is there any group, a group of black people in your city? And this is to all, I'm asking all races of people this question. I'm asking white people, Indians, Arabs that live in the United States. No matter what state or city you're in. Is there a group of black people in your city who can control what school your kids go to? Who can control where you live at? Where you do business at? Is there any group of black people? This is going to have all races of people now. You guys can share these questions on your page On your channel on your social media share it out but the question is to all races of people is there any group of black people whether they're prominent whether whatever you perceive as a prominent black not one person a group of black people who can control what school your kids go to what school your white kids your Indian kids your black kids your Asian kids your Mexican kids or Puerto Rican kids is there any group of black people who can control where your kids go to school at where you go shopping at where you go to live at where you house at where you put your relay down your head at night is there any group of black people who can control you in the sense of when you break when you break a law what happens to you is there any group of black people A group Who can control that Who controls Who controls that That's my question It's something for you to think Research and find out if there's any group of black people Who can control your fate F-A-T-E And destiny Is there any group of black people If there is Leave a message In whatever social media you happen to be listening Or watching this on there's a group of black people who control where particular, your particular city like building new properties and they can control who lives in those properties let me know alright let me know Um. next question I actually have the video up that'll answer this question, but it's just like a one-minute video. You have to find it. I'll tell you where to look. Matter of fact, it's on this channel that you're. some of you guys are listening to me on. It's actually on this YouTube channel where you can find it, but I'm gonna put it out there. What are the Tinian Laws? Now I told you guys, I asked a question earlier about the black codes, which is the black code laws. I asked you, what is that? So you guys looked that up. But what is, what were the 10-yon laws? The yon is spelled T-I-G-N-O-N, yon All right, what are the Tignan laws? You'll be really surprised, or maybe not surprised that they actually had that type of law on the books. And maybe those laws are actually being practiced today in a roundabout way. It might not be on the books, and I'm not even sure if it is or isn't, but I know it was a law at one time. So you guys look that up and research that. It's called the Tin Yon Laws. You know how you say um, filet mignon? So it's called Tin Yon, T-I-G. N-O-N, Tignon Laws. So what were the Tignon Laws? And why were the Tignon Laws put into place? So that's two questions. What were the Tignon Laws and why were the Tignon Laws put into place? You will be surprised. Or maybe not, like I said, maybe not. All right? here's another question here and it'll be up to you to research it I'm just going to say a question and move on I asked about earlier my one of my questions was is gentrification real so a follow up to that is how does gentrification work how does gentrification work all right How does gentrification work? I'm not gonna respond to that one. You guys just look that one up, all right? Next question. All right. Next question, name an incident, name an incident where a black woman was being mistreated and a white feminist group stood up for the mistreatment of that black woman or a group of black women, whether that standing up was to march for them, to speak out in public, in disgust. But name me an incident where a black woman, present time or past, Or a group of black women, present time or past, were mistreated by other races of people, whether it's other races of men or women, but name an incident where a black woman or a group of black women were being mistreated, and a any white feminist group, white feminist group, stood up in defense for that black woman or that group of black women. Name an incident. All right. I'm going to leave it at that. If you can find one, put it out, comment on it, and I'll try to do some research on your comment. All right. Here's another question. Another gentrification question. All right. If gentrification is real, if, if gentrification is real, what races of people were or are being affected the most because of this gentrification? If, gentrific- if you, I asked a couple of questions earlier in regards to gentrification now. What I'm saying is, if you find out that gentrification is a real thing, who is affected the most? Who is, who's affected the worst most of the time? Are black people affected the worst? from gentrification, are white people affected the worst from gentrification? Are Asians, Arabs, Indians, whoever, what race of people are affected the most, badly affected the most when it comes to gentrification? All right? I leave that question for you to respond or the research or whatever, All right? Now, here's a question that can be related to race, but it was just just a question that came up. It can be related to it, but maybe not. But I'm going to throw this question out there because I wrote it down. All right. This is more in regards to um, Kanye West, his comments. I'm giving him more shine by even saying his name, so I'm gonna try not to after this question, if I have to bring up him anymore. Because I think he understands how to work things as well. So when everybody says his name, it's still bringing some power to what he's doing. But this kind of came up when I was looking at uh, the TMZ video when when Kanye West went in on some comments and questions. So, and then it kind of sparked a discussion amongst myself and a few other people. But here's the question. Is the promotion of being a free thinker, is the promoting of being a free thinker, because now this thing's starting to go around, or was for a little bit, of being a more free thinker, a free thinker, but is being, the promotion of being a free thinker diminishing or trying to diminish the mindset of being aware and conscious. So to say it another way is the promotion of being a free thinker, diminishing being a more conscious and a more critical thinker. Because you could be free thinkers and just think anything and say anything, just think whatever you want to think and just, you could think if the sky is blue, you can say, nah, the sky is purple because that's your free thinking. If, you, if somebody tells you Which uh, it was supposedly Word was going out that the Crips Was going to jump Kanye And so his free thinking Self response was Oh that just means they're just going to Chastise me not like they're going to physically Beat him up so his free thinking Was like oh that's just a comment To say they're just really going to get on His case verbally Not that they're going to literally beat him down When they see him So, is being a free thinker like that diminishing or destroying being a more conscious thinker or a critical thinker using critical thinking? So, is being free, thinking free, changing thinking as a critical thinker or a critical observer? All right. I won't comment. You guys can comment. You can respond. And by the way, if you guys don't want to um, respond like publicly and let people see your comments, feel free to email. Send an email in. All right. Norwood Media Vision at gmail.com. All right. Norwood Media Vision at gmail.com if you want to respond to any of these questions. I won't post them up to anybody. Now, I might read them, but I won't say who read them or who said this or who said that. If I do another show where I want to go back and read some of the responses or other questions you might have to ask me, I won't say, hey, such and such said, ask this. I'll just read the question and only you would know if you're the one who asked the question or I'll read the comment and you would be the only one who knows that you sent that comment. All right. So I won't put you out there like that. So if you don't want to respond publicly with any responses to any of these questions. Just send an email in to Norwood Media Vision at gmail.com. All right. Let me see if I got any more questions here. I kind of asked this question already, so I kind of wrote it separate from another one. So i'm not gonna ask that all right here's another one probably got one or two more and then we'll get out of here all right so how does the system you got to listen to what i'm saying how does the system of white supremacy work some people say white supremacy exists some people say it doesn't but if you kind of do your research and you're an observant person and you find that white supremacy does exist now we're not talking about prejudice and all that because that's different because you have a prejudice about food but your food but food is not supreme over you so don't get the terms mixed up so does white supremacy as a system no hold on how does white supremacy work that was the question my next question i'm getting ready to ask that like in relation to but how does the system is it's a system like there's a court system there's a law enforcement system uh the law enforcement system includes courts jails so there's a system in place so how does the system of white supremacy work? Of all of you who found out or figure out that white supremacy exists, now find out how how does it work. All right, research how does it work. That's that question. Now, the next question is, does white supremacy as a system exist so i should have asked that in reverse but like i said i'm just going freely and and random so does white supremacy as a system exist i'm not saying does white supremacy exist as a system does white supremacy exist All right, next question. Here's the next question. (laughs) Next question. All right, during slavery, why was it illegal for blacks to know how to read? During slavery, why was it illegal for blacks to know how to read why was it such an issue that the government the state government whatever local whoever put those laws in place why didn't they want black people to read why was it illegal these are just questions why was it illegal research why was it illegal for black slaves to know how to read. And I'll add I'll add to that question a follow-up. Since we know that it was illegal, why was it illegal for slaves to read? And to add further to that, let's look at today. Why do black people not all It seems like quite a bit Don't want to read They want to just be Dancing and Laughing and shouting Want to be entertained As opposed to educated Or educating themselves Because going to school I have Even though I've been through the school system Mainly a lot of us been through the school system And plenty plenty more Are going to go through the school system I got an issue with the school system nowadays because it's not going in a direction that's improving people and society. I understand it was built for a reason. So I'll add so since I didn't write that down, I'll add that as another question. But right real real quick, why was it illegal during slavery? Why was it illegal for blacks to know how to read? All right. And here's more of a comment. I was going to say a question, but here's more of a comment. True, here's a true story. I went to um, elementary school one day as an adult, speaking as me being an adult. For those of you who know what I do as far as work, um, I went to speak to a teacher Well actually a principal It was a black female And um, we were talking about the principal was I think if I'm not mistaken I think she was I think we were talking about black history And this is for an elementary school So nobody can tell me Even an elementary school kid Can learn something about black history probably won't be able to get real deep and super detailed, but there's some general things you can teach them on their level. So I started mentioning some black history facts that were real truth. And at first when we were talking about, you know, some black history being you know, a little bit brought brought up a little bit more in schools and and taught different little things. I say even for their the little kid, the little kids' age group, their grade level, kindergarten, first grade, you can still teach them things. And so when I started getting a little bit deep as far as some things that are not you got certain things that a public school always will probably teach, and most of them don't really teach anything at all, but if they do, it'll be so small and no detail or whatsoever not even no fact checking the information but they will give very little to none on any black history so i started bringing up some things that i know no still no schools are teaching especially in the south let alone even in the north northern northeast northern west midwest and when I started doing that, she she became more brushing things off like, "Oh, we don't need to we don't need to do all that." This is a black woman now, a principal. I don't know. I don't think she's a principal anymore. She might work in a different capacity in the school system. But she was more started brushing things off after a while. When I was like, "Well, how come? Uh, why not? You know, put this out there. It's all factual." I forgot exactly what it was that I was telling her. But I remember I knew for a fact it was something that I knew the schools weren't teaching to any grade level, whether it's elementary, middle or high school. And I thought it would be real cool. And I think it was something that. Matter of fact, I think it was something that they did. They would speak on, but it was some details that they leave out and it might it might have something to do with Martin Luther King or or something along those levels, something that they would they would put that out there. I have a dream and keep it peace and you know, or he was a peaceful guy. But there were some other facts about him. And might like I said, I don't remember if it was about him or something along those lines of stuff they would put out in school that they put out and repeated regurgitated every year because it puts certain people in a certain mind frame. But I just remember giving some detail that like she didn't look like she wasn't really up on it. she didn't really know and that could have been the reason but I doubt it seriously but I just remember giving her the details about it and maybe it was too much for her or something or maybe it was something that's like oh that might change some some little kids minds for the better of course I don't know what reason reasoning was but she started wanting to blow it all off. So, so I, it just was interesting to know that. And I said, "Well, if, if she's if she's that way, there's no telling about everybody else in the school system." So, here's another question. It's kind of a regarding to race, but it was something that, of course, crossed my mind. So I figure I'll put it out there. And it can be, like I said, it could be related to race in a a way. So here's that question. Who will go to jail first? Who will go to jail first? Will it be Bill Cosby or Harvey Weinstein? (laughs) Who Who will go to jail first? Will it be Bill Cosby or Harvey Weinstein. For those of you who are not aware the dirty lowdown stuff that Harvey Weinstein was involved in. Everybody wants to jump on Bill, which is, if he did it, he a dirty lowdown, you know what to. But I think it was more of an agenda with Bill than it was about him doing anything. And the reason it should be obvious to a lot of people, because some of those people, some of those women lied and they were, they were on recorders lying. And then one or, one or two of them had to come back and retract and say, well, yeah, because I think one of them put it in a book. Either they put the lie in the book or they told the lie publicly, but in the book they told the truth. So, and then again, I don't want anybody jumping on me, no women or this and that. Because if you really know me, you know I'm not with all that nonsense as far as jumping on women for being sexually mistreated. I'm not saying my conversation isn't about that at all. Of course, no woman needs to be sexually assaulted, raped, molested. I'll be the first one to say I got grown daughters and even in their grown state, if I catch you doing something, you can put me on record that it'll be a wrap because you don't mess with Nobody in my family, no females. I say males too in my family, whether they cousins, cousin females, cousin males, aunts, uncles, moms, dads, whatever, just don't, I'm not tolerating it. I'll hit the irons for doing something to somebody, doing something to my family. That's just bottom line. So you can write it in your book. He said this and said that. You can twist it if you want it's all good so it's not about dogging any women or anything like that i'm not i'm not with that crazy nonsense like that i just ain't with it but again the question is who will go to jail first bill cosby or harvey weinstein and then my other question i didn't write this down but here's another question that's why i said it might be more than 25 I don't know how many questions there was, but some of the questions I'm asking I didn't write down. They're just coming up as I'm asking these. The ones I did write down they're coming up now. Why hasn't Harvey Weinstein even gone to court yet? As much as everybody was talking about him, why he's not getting the third degree hand. I'm sure he's been doing stuff for over 30, 40 and 50 years. How come there's no trials on him yet? And there are others, other white males in the industry of Hollywood that did some dirty stuff to women and dirty stuff to men. But how come all of that is not being put out in the public? They just jumping on Bill, and the next one is going to be R. Kelly if that haven't already happened, and same thing. Like I said, if he did some foul stuff to though, and if it just if it was just those black girls or whatever. He need to get doused with the oil, too. <laughs> you know what I mean? But I don't condone doing it for real. But just figuratively figuratively speaking, he need to get that oil thrown on him, too, in, in the match. If he did all that dirty stuff. All right. But he'll probably be next. The next one they jump on, and Harvey Weinstein still won't get touched. And then after him, they might jump on uh Chris Brown after that. After they go, after they get R. Kelly, they'll probably jump back on, they'll bring Chris Brown back up and bring him to trial. <laughs> so uh Chris Chris Breezy, get your get your lawyers ready, bro. We <laughs> might be after you next. And still, Harvey Weinstein, you won't hear nothing about. And speaking of Harvey Weinstein, um, I think I mentioned this on another uh, soundcast, but I'll bring it up again. Because I I look at, like I said, I do research. When you see some some of my social media accounts, you see that I put, I'm a learner, thinker, researcher, problem solver, strategist, and solopreneur, right? So focusing on the researcher part, I do sit down and do a lot of research and um, from time to time, sometimes I do a lot, sometimes I do a little, and start connecting dots. And there might be another reason why everybody. So, because it's it's, here's here's the thing. Notice how, like I said, everybody's jumping on Bill Cosby. It's been rumored that Bill Cosby has an oil reserve under his property. So think about that. That he might have some oil. They said the same thing about Michael Jackson's uh, was that Neverland rant that supposedly that had oil under it too. But if it does, notice ain't nobody going to bring that out. So the same thing has been said about Bill. They also said in the past about um, Bill Cosby, um, like I said, there might be some oil reserves under his property too. That's If it is, that's being on the hush. He might not even know it. Um, They also said that Bill Cosby Was trying to get NBC That was going on uh, years ago And that's why his son got killed Because that was like a message being sent You guys don't think they'll send messages To people Just look at people like him I think they were sending um, Obama messages At different times of his uh, presidency Let him know like Hey you better stay in line Or we are gonna do this to you Or do that to you Or we can, we got the capabilities of doing it. But um, back to Harvey Weinstein, what I was going to say was it might be another reason why it was set up for everybody to to start bringing all this stuff up about him. And like I said, I mentioned, I think I might have mentioned it on one of my other uh, soundcast shows. But There's a movie that I think his I I think him, he had some part in it, whether it's helping produce it executive produce it, bring a certain his company together on it something along those lines There's a movie called American Made You guys go check it out American Made If you can find it, it should be out there Cause nobody's really putting it on blast or saying nothing about it but it was a good Is a good movie But what you need to look at the movie Is what was in it The information that was in it And since The production of that movie had to do with I don't know if Weinstein has a production company And they were the ones Who put the movie together But he has a connection To that movie And There was information in that movie That revealed Some things about the government and people. And so being that he had a connection to that, I think, it, I think it could have been also not to say he didn't do the stuff he was doing to women in the casting couch. I you know about the casting couch. But I think it was the maybe the last straw when he had that connection with this movie whether it was his production company or some connection to the movie being made so I think that might have pissed some somebody else off and so they figured okay since you want to put that movie out and it's revealing this and that to those who are conscious observers and critical observers and conscious thinkers and critical thinkers that look at a movie and start getting the messages from it so I figured there have been some people that said okay since you want to put that movie out there we gonna get you removed. So, and that's how they figured they get him removed. Start this little movement on him and others, and then disband them from Hollywood. Because, like I said, I don't hear any cases coming up on him, but Bill Cosby did. So that' why. That's why I put the I posed the question: Who will go to jail first, Cosby or Weinstein? Bill Cosby or, or Harvey Weinstein? All right. So let me check real quick see if I got anything else here. Um I had another question but I think I asked it. I might have not might have not might have not marked it off but I I sense that I got it and I didn't mark it off. Are black men cowards? Cuz I asked the question earlier about have black men been reduced down to being cowards and punks meaning has there been things put in place to start bringing them down to not stand up not uh, protect people women black women black kids have they been as a system or some propaganda been put in place to where they got so scared black men got so scared that they won't stand up for others and not even stand up for themselves so this question, the next one, are black men cowards, period? Are they, are they cowards? Which we all can say no. Not every black man is a coward. We know that. But when it comes to some things, they not even it has to be a physical. It doesn't always have to be a physical thing. It just be speaking up, man. Just, just speaking up for what's right, what's really real. It doesn't always have to boil down to a physical thing every time. You know, because sometimes you get some black men who they'll see something and they won't even say nothing. They know something's wrong. They know something's wrong at their uh, place of employment. But they ain't going to say nothing. Because they might feel like supervisors going to get rid of them, move them, whatever, what, what have you. Right. So this question here as a follow up to the earlier question of how have black men been reduced down to being cowards and punks? Are black men cowards and punks? Do we just punk each other when we won't punk no other races Do we just stand up to each other Not saying we gotta punk people That's even the wrong choice of words But will we? do we just stand up to each other And get in each other's face Not even have to be on a physical plane But Do we, just, do we stand up against each other But we won't stand up And speak up To other people, other races of people for whatever issue it might be. Alright. And so I think that's all the questions. Um, stay tuned for the next show. It won't be next week, but it'll be the following week after that. I'm gonna have this time I hope I'm I think I'm gonna be hoping I'm gonna make sure that I have 25 questions. But not next week, but the week after going to talk I'm going to have 25 questions related to health all right 25 questions related to health whether it is the health industry whether it's working out whether it's fitness whether it's medicine it's just going to be 25 questions related to health you know as a whole period all right and so with that being said I want to thank y'all guys for checking me out live thanks for coming in I appreciate y'all comment on the questions. Maybe you want to replay and look and listen through for all the replay listeners and viewers. Maybe you just want to go back and uh, listen to the questions and maybe respond then. If you want to respond, but don't want to make a public response, you can always send an email to Norwood media vision at gmail.com. That's Norwood media vision at gmail.com give your responses then ask your questions then i might read them at a later date but i won't put you on blast i won't say who said who sent it i'll just read the question or read the comment all right so you don't have to worry about that all right but i thank you guys for coming in i appreciate it thank you for checking out thoughts of the week I want you guys also, if y'all guys want to learn anything, you want to learn anything regarding protection, personal protection, self-defense, self-protection, check out the YouTube channel, Survive and Protect, all right? Survive and Protect on YouTube, Facebook, and Instagram. That's Survive and Protect. You guys want to learn something outside of anything self-protection or self-survival or Self-defense. Anything outside of that, go to How To University. All right, How To University on YouTube, Facebook, and Instagram. How To University. All right. There are also some paid courses. If you guys want to learn some things, go to How To University. Com. How To University. and also. In regards to self-protection, there's no courses up, but there's going to be a couple of courses that's going to come up, I say, before the summer starts. Before summer or right when summer begins, there's going to be a couple of courses on there. Go to surviveandprotect.thinkific.com. Surviveandprotect.thinkific.com, all right? Again, I appreciate y'all. Love y'all. Thank y'all for listening, checking it out, checking out the show. Alright, um, like I said, the next show topic is going to be about health, 25 questions related to health and that will actually be episode 15 and once that episode is done I'm going to take a little break for a little while and i work on some other things, some other projects I'm working on but you'll get to see that I'm going to put it in a season it's going to be season 1 of thoughts of the week you can check that out on norwood media vision on youtube all right norwood media vision on youtube you can check out the first season of thoughts of the week and i'll I'll announce when i'll begin and start the next season of the thoughts of the week soundcast all right so with that being said i appreciate you guys for checking this show out i hope it causes you guys to think I hope it gives you some information because I want to definitely inform y'all. I want y'all to be better thinkers, critical thinkers, and I hope it's been entertaining too, all of those at the same time, all right? So I'm still on the road, and I just want to say this real quick, man. For you for you guys who have been thinking about doing your own shows, the thing I like about how you can get on a live stream and do all that stuff is the fact that you can take this stuff on the road, cause like I guess, like I said, right now I'm just driving. I'm about, I'm probably probably an hour away now from where I need to be at. But you can actually do your show live while you're traveling. You don't have to be stationary, you know. So that's that's the cool thing about all this technology. This live stream. There's always a good and bad, a plus and a minus, a pro and a con about all this stuff. But if you're like me, you'll creatively figure out ways to make things work for you. And you'll figure out how to use these resources and make it work for you and benefit you, right? And benefit the people, can't leave everybody out. So you'll figure out ways to do it. And so I figured, hey, somebody wanted me to do something for them or with them and, and it, it required me to have to travel and I know I had a certain show to do or whatever at a certain time I could take the show on the road with me so that's cool about this live stream stuff man and maybe one day I'll do like a, a, a rolling interview or something that might be a, a thoughts of the week show have somebody sitting with me we'll be on live just traveling and you know that'll be the show so I can sit down at the crib do the show I could be on the road and do the show That's what's so fly about it, about live streaming and uh, this live streaming, period. That's what's so fly about it. You can do your traveling and still broadcast to the masses of people, all right? So just something to throw that out there for you guys thinking about doing the same thing. Hey, somebody just came in. Best Vinny, what's up, man? I'm ready to get out of here. But you can definitely check out the uh, replay. I appreciate you coming in, though. All right? So I'm ready to get out of here. And so with that being said, ladies and gentlemen, thank you again for checking out the show. The next show is going to be about 25 questions related to health. So if you're interested in that, come check me out then. I think it's on, uh, I think that's May 29th, if I'm not mistaken. So it won't be next week. It'll be the week after. All right. Anyway, I'm going to get out of here, man. And I appreciate it again, you guys, for listening. And with that being said, the replay starts...